Father to join From your spirit to my spirit I am lighted by your word And with your breath of life That's how I come alive That's how I change my world If you continue to count of your mercies if you continue to count of your grace of your favor upon our lives time will not permit us of what you are doing during the day of what you are doing in the night hour of what you are doing when we are even far away We are come to say thank you. Receive our praises in Jesus' name. Over our lives, over our homes, over the church of God. That Nigeria is standing today is your mercy. Lord, we are grateful. Over Niger State, over Municipal. Lord, we are grateful. Be praised forever in the name of Jesus. In mercy, we have come again. We say, show us your mercy in Jesus' name. Reveal your heart anew. Even to us in the name of Jesus. That we used to do to your people. Do to us again in Jesus' name. You are declared. You say, my people will not seek me in vain. That our coming this evening will not be in vain in Jesus' name. But I will learn again at your feet in the name of Jesus. That together, O oh Lord, you prepare us more and more for your coming in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. Let be seated. You are welcome to his presence again uh, this evening. Where we are going to look at the law of liberty uh, again. God came to us uh, last week as we are looking at that stewardship of compassion. We saw part five. Last week, what God has committed to our hand, and we discover that if we are to demonstrate the compassion the way God wants it, we need that nature of God. It us the nature which is actually uh, the nature of God that God inputted in us. The one that will not need struggle, but demonstrating it according to his will. I pray that we continue to manifest in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. It was continued on Sunday as the Lord built more on it. Today we are going to look quickly at General Team Stewardship of Compassion Part 6. And we look at the components. Of compassion components. I want to see different aspects of compassion this evening as the Lord will be helping us. Can we turn our Bibles together to Genesis chapter 19? We have a long reading this evening. If the mic will be made available, somebody can help us to read it. That will be very fast. Genesis chapter 19. We are going to. Somebody can help us. 
1 to 26 a fast reader to help us. The two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My Lord, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we will spend the night in this square. But he insisted so strongly that they, they did go with him and enter his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lord, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. With them. Lord went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, no, my friends, do, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men for they have come under the protection of my roof. Get out of our way, they replied. This fellow, this fellow came here as a foreigner and now he want to play with the judge. If he want to play with the judge, well, where tricks, <clears throat> sorry, let me take it that way again. Get out of our way, they replied. This fellow came here as a foreigner and now he want to play the judge. We we treat you worse than them. They kept uh, bringing pressure on Lord and moved forward to break down the door. But the men inside reached out and put Lord back into the house and shut the door. Then they struck the men who were at the door of the house, young and old, with blindness, so that they could not find the door. The two men said to Lord, Do you have anyone else here? Sons-in-law, sons or daughters, or any, anyone else in the city who belongs to you, get them out of here. Because we are going to destroy this place. The, the outcry to the Lord against its people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it. So Lord went out and spoke to his sons-in-law who were who were pledged to marry his daughters. He said, hurry and get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. With the coming of that down, the angels urged Lord saying, hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here or you will be swept away when the city is punished. When he, he hesitated, the men grabbed his hand and the hands of his wife and of his two daughters and led them safely out of the city. For the Lord was merciful to them. 
as soon as they had brought them out, out of it, out of out of them, one of them said, "Flee for your lives! Don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountain, or you'll be swept away." But Lord said to them, "No, my my Lord, please, your servant." has found favor in your eyes and you have shown great kindness to me in sparing my life but I can't flee to the mountain this disaster will take me and I will die look here, here is a town near enough to run to and it is small let me flee to it, it is very small isn't it, then my life will be spared he said to him, "Very well, I will grant this request to. I will grant this request to. I will not overthrow the town to yours for your sake. I will not overthrow the town you speak of. Praise the Lord. Okay. He said to him, "Very well, I will grant this request to. I will not overthrow the town you speak of, but flee." There quickly because I can't not do anything until you reach it. That is why the, the town was called Zwa. By the time Lord reached Zwa, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord raised down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord, from the Lord out of the heaven. The dust. He overthrew those cities and the entire plain, destroying all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. But Lord's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much uh, for the reading. We are looking at different components. If you look at where we have read, it was actually compassion of God that located Lot himself. The entire place was destroyed. Everyone. And the Bible says, including those things that grew, including vegetation, they were destroyed. But Lord found favor. He received compassion of God. I pray the compassion of God will locate us in Jesus' name. Before we go to Atlanta, can we look a little about the life of Lot? So who is Lot? The mic. Who is Lot? Can we study a little about him before we proceed? Lot. What do we know about him? Mm-hmm. Nephew to Abraham and her. Yes. Yes, ma. You want to say something? Give more ma. He lost his father at a very early age. The Bible says that, the fa- that his father died before the grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, I mean, Abraham, the uncle, okay. adopted him and was living with So it was, it was Abraham that raised him up. What about his lifestyle? What do you know about his lifestyle? Especially from that verse 1 of 19 and verse 1 of chapter 18. What do you know about? What do you notice about him? Hmm? 
Let's contribute this Bible study. Let's talk. What do we learn? Did Lot learn something from Abraham or his lifestyle in Sodom? Hmm? Let's explain that in Sodom. Did he join them? What is lifestyle? And maybe other comments from the word of God apart from where we have read. Yes. From the passage read, we can see that he imbibed the culture of, I mean, hospitality from the Hongku. Because when he saw those angels, without knowing them, Lizzie welcomed them and he asked them to come and eat and refreshing. Then at the same time, I think according to the New Testament, he pitched his tent by the gates because of the wickedness of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. So he never joined them. In their wickedness. Exactly. He never joined them. Is there any other one? We saw that despite the situation in Sodom, he refused to join them. And you can see from where we are read, the Bible says he had two daughters that were where? that were virgins. Even in Sodom, where men were sleeping with men. So we saw that Lot actually stood on the side of God. You receive compassion of God actually. But you know when we look at the at our lives, if we bring forth the compassion as God expects us, we need to look inward. That's why we are looking at the. Can we turn to uh, is it Second Peter now, chapter two, Abib? Second Peter chapter two. Let's see from verse six. Second Peter two. See the same way. Are you there? Verse 6, 2 Peter 2, 6. And turning the city of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Do we see what we read in Genesis chapter 19 now? Turning the city of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Condemn them with an overthrow. Making them an example unto those that are that after to live ungodly. And delivered just who? Lot. Vest with the VD conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing, vest his righteous soul from day to day with the unlawful deed. Is there another version that will read that? Verse 7 and 8 for us. Who was distressed by the filthy lives of lawless men? For the righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in the righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. Do we see the reaction of Lot now? He will not join them. The Bible says their lifestyle, the lifestyle of people living in Sodom, become a verse unto him. In fact, the way our mommy described the other time, he has to go and pitch his tent at the gate. He will not join them. Lot, in a generation, we can see from that verse 7, and deliver just Lot. Only him was delivered. So it's a challenge to us as we look at this study this evening again. You can sit down, brother. Thank you. The Lord bless you. So we see Lot stood out 
He maintained his ground. It's actually situation in our country, situation in our land that made people to do whatever they like. But we can see of lot that we are reading today. The Bible says their situation, their life, whatever they do, become irritative even to him. So let's watch our lives. Let's stand up even for the Lord. And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Luke chapter 17 verse 32. The Bible says, It's just three words, isn't it, Abby? Remember Lot's wife. That's another warning for us. What happened to Lot's wife? The Bible says she looked back behind her husband and she turned back. Is it there? Luke 17:32, Abby? The Bible says, remember Lot's wife. That was the comment. Uh, Jesus did not comment much about Lot's wife. That was a warning for us. That remember. So it's like a subtle warning even for us. That whatever the compassion of God that we may be enjoying. Lot enjoyed compassion of God. Compassion brought her out. Compassion delivered her from fire. He enjoyed the mercy of God. He was not part of fire people that were born with fire. But with his own hand, what happened? She looked back. She looked back. As we go on onto the study, we'll be looking at is it possible to really misdirect compassion? Is it possible for somebody to miss out of compassion? We can see example from Lot's wife. The Bible says, Remember Lot's wife. His mercy will be sufficient for us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So we see uh, the compassion that we've been looking at has to do first with the lifestyle, with our life. As we have seen from life of Lot also, we receive compassion of God. Only Lot, out of the entire generation, out of the entire city of Sodom, out of the entire city, if you look at another other commentary, the Bible says, even other small, small villages. You know, Zua that was mentioned in the Bible will have been destroyed. So it's because Lord said, Let me run into it. That was the reason why, including many villages that surrounded it, only Lot received it. I pray God will help us so that we receive his compassion. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We have 18 to look at quickly about the compassion. Can we go back to our text in Genesis chapter 19 that we read? Genesis chapter 19 that we read. We have seen one side of Lot. The second part I want us to see, verse 13. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is Washing great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. What was the reaction of Lot to this message that he had about people of Sodom and Gomorrah? 
if you compare it with Genesis 18:23, the same thing was said to Abraham. Abi, in Genesis 18, verse 23, the Bible says what? And Abraham drew near and said, "Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked?" And what did Abraham begin to do? He began to plead for the land. He was standing in the gap for the land. He was intervening that Lord have mercy. If not, had that been maybe Abraham continued, maybe he would have even saved the whole, not only Lot. But we see maybe Lot was tired or whatever. Let them be destroyed. Even his sons was he able to save them? No, he was not able to save them. So, can we see the compassion we are looking at? We are talking about what will well out out of you. Not situation, not, con- not condition. Lord had it and say, ah, let it happen. And what happened? The land was destroyed. Not only that, it consumed the wife. Even the daughters that escaped, what happened? The thing consumed them. So we see Lot could not stand in the gap. Verse 16. And the Bible says, Why he lingered? The man lay hold upon his son and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters. The Lord be merciful unto him. The Lord so compassionate unto him. And he was dragged out. Lingered. This is end time. God is coming to us this way again. Let us not linger. Many of us, we are lingering. Many of us, we are so... How do I put it? Sit down. Let us stand up. Lord is so mercy unto us. We need to stand up. Especially at this end time. Linger not. Linger not. Prepare more and more for his coming. And the Lord will save us in Jesus' name. Do you know this is how the coming of the Lord will be? This is how the coming of the Lord will be. That will be my prayer. I pray that the Lord will count us worthy in the mighty name of Jesus. What give us peace? What give us joy? It's because of the blood of Jesus. Hmm? The blood of Jesus atoned for us. The blood of Jesus Christ is so in mercy unto all that whenever Christ comes, we will be count worthy. Throughout the whole generation of Noah, how many people were saved? One person, including the family. You can see another generation of Gomorrah and Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah. What happened? Only Lot and the family. In the second coming of Jesus, how many people do you think will be saved? Let's prepare. You see, lingering Lot had mercy of God. Compassion of God located and they dragged him out. And he was saved. Let us stand up. The grace of God will be sufficient for us in Jesus' name. The lesson is divided into eight parts. The first one, there are two major components of compassion. The first one, there's a provider. And the second one, the recipient of compassion. From where we have seen here, we see God provide compassion and Lord 
was receiver. We saw other people, they miss out of the compassion of God. Especially the two sons. Eh? They miss out. From where we have read, I want us to contribute at this point. What do you think made these people? Because when you look at the first one, the recipient may not recognize compassion or decide. What do you think made these people to lose out of the compassion of God, of the mercy of God? The sons, as well as the sons, and other people that may be even closely related with Lot. What made them to lose out of the compassion of God? Yes, brother, you can give people mind. Maybe you sit down closer then. Carry your Bible and sit down. Yes, sir. According to the scripture here, they, when they told them, they thought it was joking. So they take it lightly. And then just, you know, that uh, maybe probably he had been preaching to them, the source in laws, he had been preaching to them, they thought it's part of his preaching, that is part of his lifestyle. So that that is just keep quiet, see, it can never happen. They believe it will never happen. Because they have never seen it happen before, so they believe it will never happen. So they took they took it lightly. So we saw they took it lightly and they missed it out. What other reason do we think? Made them to lose out of the compassion of God. Yes, I also think, uh, just like Daddy has said, negligence is one. And uh, another thing I also see there is the inability to be able to discern the time. I mean the time. Yeah. They were unable to understand it and they miss out. But is it happening in our days? Are we losing out of compassion of God? I cited those examples of Noah, of Lot. Those one, there may still be remedy. You know, when we are citing a sample of the coming of the Lord, that one is very, very great. Any compassion we miss out, one may recover it. But when we are citing a sample of the coming of the Lord, which is the peak of what we are looking at, the saving of that last day. Ability to reign with him. Ability to live with him. Not missing out of the great compassion of God. You know it's the compassion of God that helping to give Jesus unto us. Grace. Not to miss out the Lord grant to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Can we see Lord as an example also? Maybe Lord was not able to persuade them. Maybe that was the first time he was speaking to them. Can we see neighbors around us that have not heard about Jesus? Can we see other people that are closer to us? That preaching of Christ in our mouth is like a joke. You know, it's like preaching, they say, it's not a joke. It's a challenge to us also. If the recipient, those that are around us, that will receive the compassion of God, coming to know the Lord, will not take it to be a joke. We have to stand up so that they can receive it. The son in law, they miss out and two of them got burned in the fire of Sodom. They miss out. And we see compassion coming to their door. Lord begging them, come. I was just thinking, I was just thinking, it's just like they were betrothed unto them. Maybe the way they did it in olden days. That this one, maybe 
the way Joseph and Mary that we read about them, one day they will get married. They have seen them as their husband. They have seen them as part of the family. But they could not miss out. If you see the life of Ahab, Ahab the harlot, when he had the opportunity, what did, what did he do? He brought all of them, the family, the father, the parent. He was able to save all of them. He saved them. The father came, the mother came, all the family. Because they said, we will not destroy this your house. He brought all of them into his house. But we see, these two sons, they miss out the compassion of God. I pray we will not miss out the compassion of God in the mighty name of Jesus. How many times this compassion has been beckoning unto us? How many times are these opportunities coming our ways? How many times this God have been begging us even to receive his compassion. We see it as a joke. We will not miss out in the name of Jesus. Let's go to the top one quickly. The provider of compassion uses gentle force to protect the resistance. As we saw from verse 16 and 17, the Bible says, they brought them forth out of the land. Verse 17. They brought them out. They delivered them out of the out of the pain, out of the fire. This is a challenge unto us also. There are many people that are around us that we just need to be patient with. Especially in preaching the word of God unto. Bringing them whatever it will cause us, whatever pain we need to go through to save even little. From our families, from our colleagues, and from numerous people that comes away. Had that been the angel got angry and just left, what would happen to Lot? It would have been destroyed. They were there, they were waiting. They were waiting. Maybe they were packing load. I just wonder. Maybe they were will say, Oh, I see forgot this thing, we'll pick it. I see forget this thing, we'll pick it. I see forget this thing. No wonder she look back. The Bible says she looked back behind her husband. We need patience. We need the virtue of God to be able to wait patiently for many people. Now, this situation of uh, a man of God uh, living with somebody that was so very, very hostile. The man of God has prayed to him several times. The woman will not listen. Quarreling with this man of God. But the man of God was so patient, was begging, was quarreling, was abusing, but the man continued. The story said one day, the man, he just went into their room. They live in those room and parlor, room and parlor. So the man of God went to their room and he met the woman and the children eating. So the man of God just was and, and joined them. The team versed the woman. So he just carried the food and just pour it on the head. He was, she was expecting the man of God to react. But the man kept quiet. The man cleaned up herself with her friend. And that broke down the woman. 
and the woman got converted. You can see to what extent the man could go. So God is depending on us to save a little. Look at Sodom and Gomorrah as the whole world. That fire one day will engulf it. One day or the other. Fire will engulf. The Bible says everything that we see in this world. What will happen to them? Fire will melt them. It will be consumed. See Sodom and Gomorrah as that. How many will God help us to save? Patiently, we see from verse 16. And why he lingered. He was hesitating. Even Lord himself was hesitating. He lingered. What other English for lingering or hesitating? Is there another version for that verse 16? What reactions? Can we check our Bibles? Verse 16. He did what? Eh? Eh? Hesitating, lingering. What other English is there? Verse 16. Eh? Dragging. Dragging his feet. Many people are dragging their feet to come to the Lord. Many people are hesitating. This thing that you are saying is not real. God is depending on us to patiently draw them closer. The recipient may accept or reject the compassion. Note, not everybody will accept the compassion you show. Jesus faced rejection. We come as we expect it at times. Many people will reject it. Many will say, what are you saying? Just go away. I, I don't want it. I don't want it. But that should not stop us from forging ahead. Can we go to the fifth point? Compassion is shown toward a person or a group of people who make sinful choices, forsook God, but who call out to God, desiring to return. Whosoever return unto the Lord in mercy. God shows compassion. However far away, are there men that even we are saying we are written off? You know there are some people like that and say, ah, this one, this one cannot, cannot accept God. Many people are written them off. Maybe the way they live, their lifestyle and different things. We have seen many people like that. I know a man, very, very drunkard. The stomach has become big, the, you know, when the, how they turn to. But mercy of God located this man. God rescued him. He was rescued. Got married. Had children. He's living in his own house today as I'm talking to you. Mercy of God. Everybody thought, you meet this man. He can drink it. You know the, the way they do it. But God mercy located him. No, there's, there's no one that God cannot save. The compassion of God has, the Bible says, even we have cast away, far away to the utmost part of heaven. He said he will do what? He will draw near and rescue. Whosoever call on him, he will show mercy if unto them. The question for us to consider this evening as we continue is that can compassion ever be misdirected? Let's go to Jonah chapter 4.
Are we in Jonah chapter 4? We read from verse 4 to 11. Then said the Lord, Were thou web to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city and there made him a boot and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a guard and made it to come up over Jonah that it might be a shadow over his head to deliver him from his grief. So Jonah was exceeding glad of the guard. But God prepared a worm when the morning rose the next day and it smote the God by that it withered. And it came to pass when the sun did arise that God prepared a vehement east wind and the sun beat upon the head of Jonah that he fainted and wished himself to die and said, It is better for me to die than to live. And God said to Jonah, were thou well to be angry for the God? And he said, I do well to be angry even unto death. Do you see the same question that God asked Jonah? That he could not provide answer in verse 4. Then said the Lord, thou doest thou where to be angry? Verse 4. See the same question, verse 9. And God said unto Jonah, Dwell thou where to be angry? For the God, and he said, I do well to be angry, even unto death. Then said the Lord, Thou hast had pity on the God, for the which thou hast not labored, neither madest it grow, which came up in the night, and perished in the night. And should not I spare Nineveh, that great city, wherein are more than six score thousand persons, that cannot decide between their right hand and their left hand, and also much cattle. From here now, is it possible to misdirect our compassion or not? Yeah, contribution. Yes. According to what we have heard here, it is possible. Jonah misdirected his compassion. Instead of having compassion for souls of men, he had compassion on plants. On plant. ordinary plant. So, God made him to see that, look, you didn't even care. You are not the one who tender it. You are not the one who planted it. You didn't tender it. not cultivate this plant. They wither and you are angry. But for men, you are not bothered at all. Thank you very much. Yes, any other conclusion? We see... Jonas just sat down and was expecting fire to come down. He was waiting. That God said, in three days, Nineveh shall be overthrown. These days, and he did that, he did that, he said, is it 40 days? Within this period, within three days, he moved across it and was expecting it. And that's a parable on to Jonah. A plant. you all grow up. You don't see a plant growing up. Is it possible for a plant to grow up in a day? It's not possible. God, but God was showing him 
a parable. I ask us this evening, where is our compassion directed to? Is it on things or on our souls of men? Is it on things that one day or the other, as we said the other time, will disappear? Or the souls of men? Somebody was describing to me this if, uh, in the afternoon. He said, the most costly thing on earth is the source of men. The source. Was now using Esau as an example. That Esau do not value it. I say, is he no, is he no anything? Just give me food. You will take back right. Take my, take my position. He wanted to get the back. Was it possible for him? No, it's not, not possible. So, that whatever value that we may have, let's place it on the source. Even these are bodies. What will happen to it? Eh? It will go away. One day, one day, it will rotting away. But the soul is what is very, and that's what God is telling us today. That whatever compassion we are directing, let it be directed towards the souls of men. Whatever we are preserving, whatever we are keeping, let it be directed. Towards the source of men. A lot of time we misdirect our compassion. We saw it in Jonah. Instead of two people, he took object as his own object of compassion. The man became very angry. He said, It's better I die. Where are there are many, many souls that are perishing? The challenge is coming to all this evening again. Where is your compassion? Where is your compassion? Is it on things that will not last? Or on things that has eternal purpose? Compassion, as we are looking at it, God wants us to demonstrate it. God wants us to show it. God wants it to come from inside of us. Inside our mind, there's a seat of emotion. And that's where God wants it to come from. We have the will, we have the emotion. Inside the place that God, because if it's things in a church like this, as we listen to the word of God, as we study about compassion, that one will disappear. But once God is able to plant it inside of us, it becomes our lives. It becomes what well out of us. What comes out of us through the Spirit. Of God. Can we see number six? Compassion involves emotion. In gospel, it's 14, not 12. Nine out of 14. There are about 14. The second to last line on our front page. There are about 14 of them. In Matthew, about six times in Matthew. In Mark, about 
five times and are three times even in Luke. So out of it, we see Jesus Christ demonstrating it. The Bible says he had compassion upon them. He had compassion upon them. He had compassion upon them. So we saw it being repeated. Repeatedly being used. If you look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. Matthew chapter 14, verse 14. Matthew 15, 32. And so on in Matthew. Also in, also in, the, in Mark. It's in Mark 1, 41. It's in Mark 5, 19. And also in Luke, about three times also. Luke chapter 7, verse 13. Luke chapter 10, 33. And also Luke 15, 20. So we see throughout the time of Jesus Christ, from beginning of his ministry to the end, he was showing it. So it's not something that somebody compelled it. It becomes emotion when we are not compelled to do it. Not until when somebody whines us even to do it. That is the point that God wants emotion to, uh, want this compassion to grow to even in our lives. I pray that Lord will help us to demonstrate this in our lives in Jesus' name. Jesus had compassion for people's spiritual needs which were eternal. He had compassion for their physical affliction and the third level. He also had compassion in regard to their food. So, we see three levels. The first one has to do with their spiritual concern, which has to do with their souls. The compassion touched their souls. The second level, many people that are sick, they have received Jesus actually. Jesus Christ touched their physical affliction. He healed them. And the third level, according, according to that quote by author, is their physical substance. So the compassion we are looking at this evening, it cut across every aspect. First one, you know somebody who say, no, me, I'm particularly about souls. So, so. Beyond that, what about the physical afflictions? Somebody that has been rescued, somebody that has been saved, the soul, but sickness is killing. There's need to minister to such. The third level is, somebody has been saved, is not sick, but there's no food. So we see Jesus Christ, he cut across all the stages that we can talk about. In terms of spirituals, that has to do with salvation, he saved his souls. Physical affliction, minister to their heads. Many people were healed. Deliver many people. Save them. And the thought, in fact, there was one time he made physical bread available for them. With little loaf of bread, fish, he provided food for them. So, be, is every aspect that God is calling us onto. When you are talking about these components of compassion that I'm looking at, you cut across every aspect. When you talk of spiritual, compassion is expected. When you talk of physical, this thing, is it information that you need? Is it knowledge that we need to overcome some things when it comes to some physical ailments? The knowledge that is required, 
that we need to learn. Do you know when it comes to healing? A lot of times when we gather like this, we pray God minister to us, God heal us. But with our last time, we still go back and do what? And carry that element again. Our medical people are here. They would mention to some people, don't do this, but we say, no, you mean, ah, it's not possible. I will not eat this, I will not, I will not eat that. And that will still bring back that amen again. So is it knowledge that we need? Is it knowledge that such people need? That God will be helping us to provide such knowledge unto them. And when it comes to physical food, God is depending on us even to provide for one another. Note, there's a clear feeling component to compassion. The side of feeling. That you feel it. And that will help you to taste it. It's become another thing. When the feeling, when the urge is coming, maybe physical, maybe spiritual, you are being urged. And we are taking no step about it. Do you understand that? The urge is coming. Spirit of God is convincing you. He's touching you. Do something about this. But we are not doing anything about it. So beyond feelings, beyond being touched, maybe you have been seeing somebody and God is asking you, do something about this. You say you do it next time. Do something about this. You do it. And you are feeling it. Maybe when you pray, that thing is still coming to your mind. God is reminding you this evening. Go and take step about it. It may be among us, maybe in the neighborhood, maybe people that have been seeing, maybe that person has been passing through your doors every week, monthly or whatever time that you see. God is saying, beyond feelings, beyond being touched in your heart, go and do what? Go and take step. Can you help me tell someone beside you and say, go and take step. Let it not pass. Let this compassion find fulfillment. Let it find expression. Feeling that is inside of you and you are doing anything will still remain what? Will still remain feelings. It will remain. Nothing will happen. But do you know the dangerous thing about it is this. From nowhere that you may not expect help may come for such people. You don't understand that? It's a challenge of my, in my heart that, that I'll always remember. Far away while I was at home, that this sister I was moved to preach to. I said, this one, I'm all over you. They will, they will not listen. I, was, I didn't do anything about it. After maybe one year that I traveled home, lo and behold, that person I've been preached to and was comforted. So that touch, that urge that is inside of us and we are doing nothing, I tell you, if it continue, do you remember what uh, Mordecai said? Hmm? You remember what he told Esther, Abby? He said, if you keep quiet up to this time, what will happen? Eh? Help will come from other places. Who knows? Because of time like this, 
that you have come in the kingdom. Who knows? The compassion that God is telling all this evening, who knows? It's because of a time like this that God has placed us where we find ourselves. In the neighborhood, who knows? It's because of a particular person that God is bringing that we find ourselves in Minam. Who knows? It's because of a particular thing that God, why not in Lagos? Eh? Why are you not in Abuja now? Why are you not in Edo State? Why are you not in your state? Who knows? Because of this time, that urge inside of you, part of lesson that God wants us to learn out of it, let it find expressions. Part of thing that God is bringing out from this compassion that I've been looking at, we look at it, part one, part two, or to part six. There are other parts that the Lord will help us to look at. Who knows that part of it is for us that the, it will find expression out of our lives. And it will become a lifestyle. And it will become a, re, a, a reference point in our lives at this time. I put this challenge across to us. Let's not miss the opportunity. Let's not miss it. Our young people don't think these things for uh, they are talking to adults. No. There are little urge inside of you. Can be solution that I want to bring to your to your generation. It may be an answer even to many cries that are out there. Maybe an answer to our generation. So let's rise up as you allow this part, this component of compassion to find expression in our days. It's a part of compassion that has been silent over here. We don't see it as component, it don't see it as a component of compassion. But the urge always come. It's touch us. Come in the day, come in the night. You try to forget it and it's not going. God is asking you, let it, let it find expression inside of you. Compassion is shown toward people who have a physical need and helplessness as you read, as seen from Mark chapter 1. Many are helpless. Many are hopeless. Especially in this time that we find ourselves in our country. So God is depending on us to rise up. You know our hope in Christ gives us joy. Whatever thing that comes around, whatever, that's why we have joy. Even if things around us is not saying it, hope in Christ gives us joy, keeps us going. And that is what God is expecting us even to share with other. God is expecting us to share that even well. Very important. Why compassion is not limited to hopeless or helpless, that is the primary focus. Anywhere you see them, anywhere you see Jesus, the Bible says, as he saw crowd, he had compassion upon them. There are people that were crying, ten of them. They were not, they, they were blind. And they were crying, Lord Jesus, have mercy or not. What did he do? He turned and told them. But means was crying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He turned, and so many examples like that. 
is a focus and it's a pointer unto us. It's a pointer. I'll be pointing to us. Look at this angle. Look at this area. It's a focus. Lastly, compassion in Zambati Church. Compassion in our midst. Compassion amidst us. What can I do? What can you do to show it forth? What can you do? What can I do? I ask all this evening as we round up the teaching. What area do we think we need compassion in Zion Baptist Church? Yes, can you give people mic? Maybe that be overlooked. We have forgotten it. Nobody is talking about it. And you know it. Can we share it this evening? Not only to help you, but to help others. Other may not see it. You, you are seeing it. Can we share which area do we need compassion in Zion Baptist Church? That we need to show compassion to one another. Let's speak out. Let's talk. Let's contribute. Maybe any other area of components that you want to see also. Which area? That last line says, I want you to be thinking right now about what it looks like practically to be a good steward of compassion starting in our church. So practically, Let's share one or two before we, before we go. Let's share one or two areas. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think you have taught us it is it encompassing all the areas. Mm-hmm. In Zion Baptist Church, we need spiritual com- compassion. We need physical compassion. We need financial compassion. We need comforting compassion. Just think of anything. Like anywhere people gather in the name of Jesus. I think compassion should be the soul of knitting us together. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, another observation is this. Maybe uh, that we should write it. Maybe you have anything you want to area that you know practical way. Maybe you don't want to say it. You can write it and keep it. And keep it with others. Because this lesson is bringing out we are talking of practical way that you just need. Maybe uh, if I say it out, everybody will say it's me that said it. Oh. No. There's opportunity. Just write it down. 
Yes, give. Eh. Eh. I thought you want to say something, Abby. Actually, uh, Daddy has touched on what I wanted to say. The compassion should, you know, we should, we should have compassion for one another. And it has to do with, even if somebody might be in need, you know, people that may have one need or the other, somebody might be sick, all of those things. How are we creating time to actually look in? You know, to people in all those uh, categories. So those are the things that came to my mind. In terms of needs of people, welfare, and in terms of the area of health, these are areas we can show compassion to people. Thank you very much. Any other, any other area? Yes, sir. Okay. But am I your one? I think there will be many areas which may not really be known to us. I will give a practical example. Some years ago, I was in need of accommodation. I, not here. The place I was staying at that particular time was a, a security house attached to the shop in front of that house, that particular year I was staying there. And I needed about seven to nine bowls to collect rainwater that was falling into that room. And I saw a, a church member who actually had a very beautiful house and there there was like a boy's cutter. And there they, they just put bottles and wasting. That was what they put in the place. And yeah, my, I needed accommodation. I was not really bold enough to go and ask that. But I was just hoping that one day they would come and visit me. Because I used to attend house fellowship in the house. Let them come and visit me and see where I am staying. Maybe they will be moved to compassion to see that this boy actually needed accommodation and then the accommodation would be provided to me but it did not happen just i was able to just weather that area and it goes i believe there will be people in this church who will need things like that practically who have need now somebody was bringing a suggestion i think we can bring it that there are things in my house there are things in your house which you felt they are no longer useful for you, they are no longer useful. Bring it to church. You will be surprised. Uh, those things that you felt they are no longer useful, it will be the need of another person in the church. So, I think if we want to you know, bring this lesson to a practical level, if we take that step, it, for you, it may be one old standing fan. It's not useful for you. When you bring it, you will see that somebody actually need that standing fan. To, in fact, it's a prayer of somebody. You could have solved the problem in the life of somebody. So there are many needs, many areas of need in the church that practically we could go on to meet. Thank you very much, sir. Yes. Briefly, sir. Yeah. 
while Ramayawa was talking, he did mention one thing, which is very, very essential. Many depend on leadership that know, and they are always pointing accusing finger to leaders. They don't visit me. If you don't visit, you may not know the need of that person, and you may not be moved with compassion. But when you visit, but now you want pastor to visit everywhere, and you know the whole part of Mina, we have members here. Member, so if, as he said, members of the cell group visited in that time, they will be able to identify that need. But because nobody visited him, I remember one brother here who stayed with Olori. Uh, uh, I forgot the name of that brother. Thomas. Brother Thomas. He was here for almost a year, nobody visited him. And he was yearning for visitation. I didn't know what moved me. And I went. That day when I got there, he treated me like a king. I said, no. He, the way he responded, sir, I spent so and so months in this sort. Nobody dear ever visited me. So we do not, as individual, how many people have I visited? You want people to visit you, you to visit some people. Through that, you'll be able to identify the, some needs in their life. But because you don't visit, you may, may not know what is passing through. And it, is, it takes and someone who is insane to just come, uh, by a doctor, this, 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 this. No. When you move closer, you develop what you call relationship. For that relationship, that person may be able to open up to you and needs will be met. But the person you do not develop relationship with definitely may not know the need of that person. And that feeling may not come. That compassion may not come. So let's take steps individually. That look, every month, if it's one person out of my cell group or within cell group, let me visit that person. People are yearning, people have spent months, years here, nobody ever visited them. He mentioned it now, he suffered it, and because of that. So please, that is what makes us to be one body. Go. Everybody have talked well. I just want to drop two ideas. Um, I just believe there is no person that cannot show compassion. No matter how poor you are, you understand? God has put something in you that somebody else around you also requires. It is just for you to be sensitive to that and be ready to release it. The second idea is that it is easier for somebody who has received the compassion to give that compassion too. You understand? It is always, there is always fire in you. You who have received to be able to give back. And it is my prayer and that every one of us too, you will not only be custodian of compassion while you see that and you are receiving and you are receiving while you are not being moved and you are not being pushed to also retaliate in a good mood. Thank you very much. Touch the four levels that we look last week at. Do you remember the four levels? We know the compassion. We receive the compassion. We enjoy the compassion and we share it. So, as you have received, that we should share it. So, this one, uh, this lesson is coming in a practical way and it's, to be, it's touching our hearts as individuals. Please, let the lesson not just come to an end like this. Do something. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think uh, we might be missing it. 
when we begin to segment, separate the quality of Jesus, we are talking of life. And until we come to understand that what the children of God gather together at every given time to share is the life of Jesus. Compassion is an attribute of God. And if truly we are born again, supposed to be our life, like any other fruit, it's supposed not to be things that we want people, we want to sow off. You know, many of us we sow off by being compassionate to those that we be able to say, yes, I met Dr. Lukowi and he did to me. No, it's a lie. Whether low, whether high, and might not be necessarily tangible things. To show compassion, somebody, you discover that this person needs an intercessory prayer. And you are there, nobody even see you. But many times what we are seeking for is those physical ones that we can see. But what am I saying? It's a life. And when we grow into it, as we asked last week, that uh, how many times can we fall? It's like any other group, which we can, you know, begin to learn and be growing gradually in it as the Holy Spirit is helping us. So it's not a thing that you just do and you get tired. If you do and you get tired, that tells you the flesh. And when probably you are not praised, or you are not thanked, or somebody has not come to recognize you, then you now say, I don't need to do it again. No. Let's begin to see it as one of the attributes of Christ that we must become, even as we grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before I sit down, I, I have a take home, and it is that Bible passage, I think Luke 17, that he said, see as an example of Lord wife. What am Remember, I learning? Eh? Many of us, we have seen that scenario, and the Lord will come. If you read that Luke, He's telling us about what will happen and when the rapture will, will happen. And before we know it, many of us are still looking back. I think we should address our life in Christ and see the measure or the rate or where we are so that we will not look back even when the rapture comes. May God help us. Amen. Thank you, Daddy. I want to simply explain what you have said. By the name they call Jesus in Yoruba land, Akirishore. Um, look, every privilege to do compassion, this man comes out and do it. You understand? He was not bothered. Is it enemy? Is he my friend? You understand? When they say something is called is every opportunities, every privilege you have, that it is continuous. And God is going to help us. We have enjoyed compassion in this church. People like us. So we know what it means. You understand? When you see the privilege to seize it and even be happy that this is a privilege to show compassion. God will help us. Thank you. So it's a lifestyle 
that will be continue to live. So we should not uh, get tired. I know God has sparked a fire in our heart this evening, which I'm praying and I'm trusting God that you not just uh, go off like that, but you keep burning until you see it manifesting all over our midst in Jesus' name. Can we be on our, we be on our feet as we bless God for how he has come to us this evening again? Can we say thank you, Jesus? Component of compassion. Can we thank God? Let's appreciate God. Appreciate God first as a recipient. We have received. What do we have that we have not received? Our brother said, anyone that has received compassion should be able to show to all. It should be a, a, a propelling force. We have received it. We have received it. We have received it. Can we say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. The same road that we pass through, many pass through, they are gone. Sickness that people say, uh, this is just a simple sickness that has taken away many people. You have received compassion of God. Help that has come away in a place of war, in everywhere we find ourselves, we have received help. We are alive today because He kept up. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Say, God of compassion. Say, God of compassion. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. So we also appreciate God for men that the Lord has planted our ways. And they are, God has used them. We want one another to lift up. It may be just a word that comes from them. God planted them strategically on our way. And they have been a help unto us. Can we appreciate God even for that that we have received? Jesus told some people, He said, When you are going, you see a man. Karinja, just follow him. It was a help unto them. If you remember Joseph, Joseph was just wandering about in the village, in the in the inside the in, inside the bush, looking for brother. The, the Bible says a man found him and said, Your brother has gone. The man directed him. Can we appreciate God? He planted many people away. Where you have fallen into ditch, where you have missed it out, but compassion of God located us. Compassion of God, shut us out. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Can you now receive lifestyle that so for compassion to others? Beyond mouth, beyond saying. Can you pray for that welling from inside of you? The Bible says, out of things are well out, a stream of life giving. Flow from his inside. Let it well out of us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Flow from us, Lord God. Flow from our heart. Let it well out. Let it comfort from our heart. In the name of Jesus Christ. Not compelling one. Not cajoling one. But Lord, we are praying. Lord, we are pleading. Help us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Over me, Spirit, move over me, Spirit, move over me, Holy Spirit, 